Hi and welcome to another episode of the Skin and Soul podcast. I'm your host Emily Fouts and in today's episode I'm going to be talking all about hyperpigmentation, how you get hyperpigmentation, how to prevent it, and how to treat it. Okay, so there are a couple different types of hyperpigmentation. We have melasma, which is a hormonal-induced hyperpigmentation that you get due to hormones. And then we have PIE, post-inflammatory erythema. And then we have PIH, post-inflammatory hyperpigmentation. And so you can get hyperpigmentation most commonly from the sun, so better known as sunspots. And um, they might not appear right away. They might be in the underlying layers of your skin. And as we age, they will start to pop up. So that is another reason if you listen to my SPF 101 podcast that we definitely want to be diligent um, applying and reapplying our sunscreen daily, even, you know, in the wintertime as well. So we get post-inflammatory hyperpigmentation, most commonly um, after trauma to the skin, um, after acne is healed, um, then you'll notice a dark mark, and that's post-inflammatory hyperpigmentation. And post-inflammatory erythema is whenever it um, usually pickers will experience this or someone with a really light skin tone, so it can be most commonly in my opinion is when the area um, hasn't healed correctly it'll take a little bit longer to heal and then um, it'll be red and you can tell that you have post-inflammatory erythema by pressing on the area and if it you know turns white and then blood comes back to it right away then that's post-inflammatory erythema and so that does take longer for it to go away but what you can do um, to treat hyperpigmentation it usually well it doesn't usually vary like as far as topical products go unless you're pregnant um, there are a few common things that you can use some of my favorites are natural brighteners and lighteners i don't like hydroquinone which is a non-carcinogen even though it does the job and a lot of um, medical skincare lines will use hydroquinone i prefer to use like um tranexamic acid kojic acid licorice root mulberry extract um mandelic acid lactic acid alpha arbutin so those are some of my favorite ingredients to use in a lightening and brightening serum you can also get treatments done to resurface your skin and encourage new melanocytes to produce um, and just new skin cells to produce and get rid of those old hyperpigmented cells. So you can do that with chemical peels, you can do that with collagen induction therapy, microneedling, you can do it with laser resurfacing. Although, of course, if you are pregnant, Um, You can't receive pretty much all of these treatments, so you do want to wait until you are done with your pregnancy and potentially done breastfeeding for um, a couple of those treatments as well. So um, if you do have melasma, which is hormonally induced hyperpigmentation, so melasma isn't something that you can just treat and then it will go away. It's something that you have to maintain because it is... um, from a hormonal cause so you want to make sure that you are 
applying, reapplying SPF religiously. You want to be using a lightning brightening serum additionally daily. You want to, um, you can even respond well to certain treatments. There are certain treatments that you actually could have worse effects from. So melasma is induced by heat. So if you get um, a laser that emits heat, that's going to make your melasma worse. There are some lasers that don't emit heat. Um, I'm not too knowledgeable about that because I do not work with lasers. But I know there are certain lasers that you definitely do not want to use. So you want to make sure if you are getting a treatment for your melasma, make sure you are really talking to your dermatologist or to your esthetician that's providing the service and they're very knowledgeable and they can explain to you how it works in detail. And if they can't do that um, or they seem like they're having trouble, then they're probably not the right person for you. So just be aware of what treatments you're getting whenever you do have melasma. And um, if you haven't had anyone tell you that you have melasma but you think that you might, so a common um, tail is that it's on the forehead like around the eyes and the cheeks. It's like a pregnancy mask is what they'll also call it. So that's something that you have to stay on top of um, because it's not just going to go away. And then, um, you know, traditional hyperpigmentation, um, dark spots, you can um, get chemical peels. Like I said, all the other things I said before, microneedling, chemical peels, laser. Um, a lot of the times, you, if it's not too severe, you don't even have to undergo those treatments. You can just use a lightening and brightening serum diligently, and um, you should notice a pretty good result from that. But if it is a little more aggressive and you're wanting not wanting to wait so much on um, these ingredients to work, I would say get a chemical peel. Um, you could get microneedling as well, but also the effects of microneedling um, you'll notice around the three-month mark after with chemical peels too because, you know, that's about how long it takes for your cells to really respond and produce um, a good result after those treatments. But that's what you want to do. If you have hyperpigmentation, um, one ingredient that I did leave out is retinoic acid. Um, so that's another good one. And if I looked at an ingredient library, I'm sure there would be some other good ones that would pop up. But those are the ones that I like. Um, and like I said, I do not, I'm not a fan of hydroquinone. It is a non-carcinogen. Um, and when people do use it, they, to my knowledge, I, I have used it in the past. And um, my representative for the company that we used it with told us um, to have clients use it like three months on and three months off. So I mean that kind of tells you that it's not super healthy for your body, which some people listening to this might be like blah 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 whatever. Um, but you know there's some things that that I prefer, and you know everyone has an opinion. I just prefer to um, use things that don't have a harmful effect. So if you made it this far, thank you so much for listening. This was kind of a quick episode that I just wanted to put together. Um, I hope you learned something beneficial from this. I will see you guys next Monday, 8 a.m. Mountain Standard Time for another episode. Mm-hmm.